Welcome to episode 42 of the Bike Shop Boyfriend Podcast. Here's the rundown. It's the transitional time of year. So what goes on in a bike shop? Uh, Seasonal shenanigans, of course. Got to tell you about those. And also a small review about the Wahoo Kicker Climb front companion to your trainer. Uh, For those of you who want to get the most out of your Zwift experience, maybe listen into that. And... Here's a thought. It's a small little segment that I'm going to be trying it on all of you. Let me know what you think. Um, All this and a little bit more. Check it out. Here we go. So it's that transitional time of year again, and it's the shoulder season. So springtime would be the first shoulder season and or the first shoulder. That makes sense. And then the head, I guess, would be in slash the busiest part of the year would be summertime. And then just stands to reason that fall would be the other shoulder, hence shoulder seasons. Anyways, um, it's a transitional time of year at the bike shop and so that means that there's less staff uh, being scheduled less labor hours all that fun stuff and there's more time in between high traffic periods and low traffic period um, in terms of when we're busy in the shop and this and that so it's actually a great time for us to uh, work on projects but it's not enough time to complete them I'm finding uh, in a single interval I guess Um, but that being said we're transitioning out uh, a lot of the warmer weather cycling kit uh, and accessories to more shoulder seasons so you're seeing uh, soft shell jackets come in um, gloves that are insulated uh, warm socks the winter riding boots those are showing up with the inevitable uh, cross-country skis to make their appearance for one I am not excited about whatsoever um and actually one trend that was happening recently was that everyone was getting sick uh either a head cold uh something throat related or just full-on uh stomach issues everyone was sick and so i i for one just stay the heck away from me i have a huge vendetta if you do make me sick um i will purposely try and ruin you um that's not me joking that's me being completely serious uh if you make me sick it's it's sort of like in the kitchen flashback to my younger years um if you by accidentally cut someone with a knife or uh burnt them with something hot let's just say you felt really bad well it's the same sort of thing if you make someone sick uh it's totally avoidable it's uh you not being aware of your personal health and surroundings and then you make the rest of the staff sick and it's just pretty much like a vicious cycle because we have to sort of wait for everyone to get sick so that way we kind of get over everyone getting sick if that makes sense um and with staff missing when we're already on a smaller labor schedule i would call it uh it's very stressful actually for those staff still healthy and still at the shop to try and make it all work so um that being said yeah just don't make me sick in the future heads up
so I should probably tell you about my seasonal shenanigans due to being uh, the fall time and this and that. Um, still enjoying some time off the bike, uh, trying not to do any training. If I do decide to throw my leg over the bike and have it set up on the trainer, it's really just to maybe do a trainer road workout or a Zwift ride and just have fun doing that. Uh, possibly no more than for an hour, hour and a half at most. Um, but that being said, uh, I recently purchased a, a megaphone for heckling my friends who are racing uh, cyclocross this season. And But it's also mostly to save my voice because I get really into it. And um, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to unleashing that beastie very soon. Uh, cyclocross races are taking place outside of the city with like approximately an hour, hour and a half drive uh, to some of the races for the next, I believe, two weeks. Um, so I won't be making it out just yet for any of the cyclocross races this season, but I will be making it out very soon, uh, possibly um, for the remaining city limits rides, uh, races that will be taking place. And... Also, um, got a chance to uh, sort of have a few words with uh, my man on the inside at Norco. Um, they're doing some very interesting things. They're going to be releasing a bike very soon. Uh, if you have a Norco dealer that is nearby, they might tell you the inside skinny of what's all going on. Um, but they are actually... Uh, unofficially officially ending their road lineup uh in terms of performance race bikes uh with the tactic this upcoming year uh, they're not necessarily replacing it with anything else in that norco is uh dwindling their participation in an already um i would have to say it's a very saturated market uh with brands who are making road race bikes um, so Norco is going all in on something that they're very good at doing, and that is the road less traveled. Um, so they're really pushing hard on their search uh, platform, as well as the balance for those that still want an endurance uh, road bike. And there is an unreleased bike that will be announced very shortly. Um, I got an inside peek at uh, what that bike will be. Uh, let's just say that it will accommodate 32C tires, no problem. Uh, and I think a lot of folks will be very impressed by, um, I think the feature set for the price point of what's coming out for that bike. Uh, I, for one, am actually very excited about it. For a few folks that have come into the shop, I think this would be a great bike for them. Um, and it was actually very cool to see it before anyone else gets to see it, I would have to say. Um, but that will be released very, very soon. So do keep an eye out for what Norco is going to be releasing very shortly. Um, I'll probably follow up uh, in a future podcast as to what that bike is, what the features are, and this and that. Uh, it will be coming in a two by and a one by drive train system. Um, but yeah, that's probably more than I can say at this moment. Um, and then uh, lastly, uh, my prediction of uh, Wahoo getting into the power meter um, space somewhat came true. Uh, Wahoo, it was announced, is uh, partnering with Pioneer uh, Power Meters 
in providing seamless compatibility with their power meter product that's uh, gonna be on their head display. So this is a quasi correct sort of prediction uh, that I'm pretty proud of. Um, and that although I was anticipating an actual in-house power meter by Wahoo, I wasn't necessarily thinking of a collaboration, but it actually makes a lot of sense for Wahoo. Um, I have a sneaky suspicion that this might be eventually Pioneer selling their power meter system that is crank-based uh, to Wahoo. Um, it, it could just be like a weird lateral movement sort of what's all going on. So that way Wahoo will have a power meter in their product lineup and also possibly making um, power meters that are just really compatible and uh, possibly even more user-friendly uh, if their head units are anything to go by. That might be something that uh, should be interesting to see a bit further down the road. Um, so that's my sort of seasonal shenanigans. Uh, if you got any going on, love to hear what they are. And yeah. Oh, um, do you want me to continue making uh, sort of predictions of what the industry is sort of going in? Uh, if so, let me know in the comments below. I'm always interested to sort of fill this sort of segment up with uh, predictions. Nostradamus and speculation uh sort of motif to this particular segment so if you're interested in hearing more do let me know in the comments So what you heard there was the Wahoo Kicker Climb Front Companion Unit, as I call it. Um, we just got them in the shop and after some small delays in distribution and product management, I would say from Wahoo, because this was initially released, I want to say at Eurobike back in the springtime or even last year. Um, our shop finally got their units in, which is pretty great. Um, as you can hear from the audio clip there, it was somewhat noisy actually when the mechanical servos react to the incline changes. However, we were messing around with it with just the remote. Um, so I don't know if it engaging at smaller intervals, obviously it's not gonna make so much noise. Uh, heck, you might not even notice it while you're spinning. Um, and it definitely changes the position of you being in the saddle there, uh, especially when the virtual simulation roads go up. It's got a top max climb of a gradient of 12% which is plenty for uh, your indoor use and for what it's worth if you need more gradient steepness you can actually use a small hack uh, by changing the wheel size in the Wahoo Fitness app to trick the climb into thinking the wheel is smaller um, and it will somewhat account for that to actually simulate a bigger gradient so if you really want to get your climb in that's a great sort of hack to do it. Um, for further info, I would definitely recommend the GP Llama slash uh, Shane Miller video. He does a great job of explaining this, uh, how to use it, and I think he's got some notes actually in the video description to sort of uh, talk you through it if you are interested in doing it. Um, and if you want to know more, definitely check him out. He's sort of my go-to for uh, uh, 
trying this stuff out. Um, but one thing I do want to get back to really quick is that it definitely, because it changes your position in the saddle, uh, be sure that you have a good bike fit um, going into it if you are going to be investing in this uh, kicker climb unit. Um, I, I really don't want you to get uh, saddle sores whatsoever. So with that being said, um, just double check your saddle position uh, before your bike starts tilting up on you and possibly causing you some severe discomfort. Um, but I will say uh, one of the positives is that it definitely adds an overall positive experience to Zwift and it makes it a much more immersive experience when you're riding indoors. Uh, being in Winnipeg, we get those long winter months, so it's a great way to distract you even further. However, um, be sure that you have, uh, I, I guess, a display unit that's going to actually accommodate your front end going up. Because if you're like me, um, I'm using a very lo-fi hack of uh, an ironing board that is just set right above my front wheel. And that actually... Uh, is where I set my iPhone or my laptop to uh, either do Zwift or Trainer Road. But that position is just ideal for me because it doesn't force me to crane my neck up or down. And it's a large enough display that I actually can enjoy riding on Zwift or Trainer Road. Um, but yeah, it's uh, definitely one of those things that you do have to take into account. So if your display is, say, mounted to a wall, uh, you're not going to notice it too, too much. However, Hopefully you don't have your display so high that you are craning your neck uh, while you're riding. Um, some of the YouTube reviewers of trainers, uh, Shane Miller and DC Rainmaker, I do notice that their neck position is actually very craned up. Um, I'm just curious if they suffer any kind of neck issues uh, and shoulder strains uh, while they're riding for so long in indoors, I would say. Um, is it right for you? That's a great question. Um, if you are wanting to get the most out of your Zwift subscription and experience the virtual terrain as the developers intended, I'd really highly recommend uh, this Wahoo Kicker um, climb unit. Uh, otherwise, daydreaming about the virtual incline of plus 18% is going to have to be done uh, with your direct drive trainer. Um, or you toggle your resistance if you got one of those on-the-wheel trainer uh, setups. Um, that would be sort of my... My, my judgment on and review of uh, this particular unit. Uh, I do look forward to them refining it and making it maybe even quieter, uh, possibly silencing the uh, servos that are going on the inside, possibly a mechanical uh, interface meets um, maybe more of a hydraulic dropper seat post how those are very quiet i'm just thinking that might be how they're going to refine the design of this particular product in the future um but that being said i really am uh quite into this product and it's fun to show it off to people uh while they're trying it in store um let me know what you think if you are interested in uh, possibly trying a wahoo kicker climb um i want to know your thoughts that'd actually be great to hear from you uh list them in the comments below
So here's a thought that came up uh, in conversation with some of the staff that we have at the bike shop. Uh, made for a great 15, 20 minute, yeah, closer to half hour debate uh, and conversation actually amongst us staff. Um, sadly that I did not record whatsoever. By the time I thought about it, I was already driving home from, uh, from work on a rainy day. Um, but what's your thoughts about uh, being brand neutral uh, when it comes to your contact points? By that I mean, by brand neutral, is um, a lot of bike brands are making in-house aesthetic uh, as well as uh, on-brand accessories for the contact points that riders are going to be encountering. Um, by this I mean shoes, uh, helmets, gloves, uh, clothing in some cases. Um, but a lot of good number of the bike brands have these accessories lines tied into their company or flat out own something under their own company. I'm thinking great example of this uh, to explain it further is uh, Specialized. They started out actually as a tire brand before making their bikes. So they got their helmets, they got their shoes that they're really well known for. Um, Giant now has uh, helmets as well as saddles and shoes uh, that are becoming more and more prevalent, I guess, in the market. And Bontrager, which is actually the accessory side to Trek bicycle, and um, some lesser known ownership brands like Laser, which was recently bought by Shimano, the component manufacturer. Um, but they also own Perlizumi and Pro Bike Gear. So Shimano is actually doing almost everything but own a bike frame um, to put all their kit onto. Um, but there are a few neutral brands out there that don't really have an affiliation with uh, a particular bike manufacturer. And I'm thinking uh, companies like Giro, Bell, Physique, uh, CD, who make shoes, Oakley, uh, who make helmets, as well as uh, eyewear. Um, my question is to you, the listener, uh, does it matter? I'm very curious. Uh, what sort of came up in conversation at the shop was... Um, if it fits and it fits the price point, uh, just like my advocacy for how to buy a bike, if it fits your price point, fits your need, um, and it fits your, uh, contact points, I say buy it. Um, but that being said, uh, some of us were kind of always feeling it's a little bit weird to say wear a Bontrager helmet, which is Trek affiliated and say ride a giant bicycle or ride a specialized bike. Um, these are just sort of uh, things to keep in mind. However, that being said, I personally ride with a specialized saddle. Uh, I went with one that's very much not flashy whatsoever. And it's on top of my giant TCR bike. Um, as well as I still have that, well, I got a version of the same saddle on my Norco uh, Search XR as well, uh, just because the saddle fits me really, really well. So why not have that point of comfort across all my brands, uh, all my bikes, sorry, uh, on different brand bikes, even though I don't own a specialized bike. I don't think I've ever owned a specialized bike, to be honest. Um, but that being said, I also own... Uh, I, I feel weird wearing possibly a Bontrager helmet, while riding a giant bicycle or even riding my Norco bike. Um, even though I love a lot of the design features and the fit of that particular helmet, uh, I'm thinking of the Bontrager Velocious, um, I still ended up going with my Cask Protone 
helmet uh, mostly due to the fit, but also the fact that it was brand neutral uh, due to the fact that it'd be really, really visible. Um, I don't know if this any of this matters, if this is like a weird me being uh, nitpicky or um, being very nuanced and such a roadie with my um, bike brands that I like to wear. Uh, for my contact points just want to know if this actually matters to you as a rider if you do ride um yeah let me know your thoughts actually this would be a great conversation starter so hit me up let me know the top so he's just got to coerce everybody into helping him this that's the thing when you look around you, you look at the riders and go, how can I get everybody around me to help? This is Fulgren. Ooh, that was pretty close. He's right on the limit. A group of seven or eight riders behind Michael Fulgren. All right, listeners, that's episode 42 of the Bike Shop Boyfriend podcast in the bag. We crossed the finish line. It's Sunday. It's uh, the end of World Championship uh, week that was taking place in Innsbruck slash Tyrol, Austria. It was phenomenal. I was yelling at my laptop as I was watching it on YouTube. Uh, There was cyclocross yesterday. I am spent on two-wheel races for the next little bit. Um, Upcoming is going to be the Red Hook Criterium in Milan or Milano. Um, So stay tuned for that. And hopefully I'll be able to give you a little bit of a race recap, I guess. Um, You may have noticed, actually, that this entire episode sounds a little bit different. This app, uh, sorry, the app that I use to make this podcast is Anchor.fm. They just recently lifted the level of production and control slash usability Um, to another level i really am digging the sort of new controls and all that i want to know what you think of it hit me up on instagram dustin d-u-s-t-i-n-w-h-t is my handle same handle on twitter love to hear what you think about it uh does it sound different do you like the new change do you not like the new change i can see about maybe going back uh but that being said I want to know what you think. And again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, It means the world to me when you come up to me on the street, um, in the bike shop, online, and tell me that you listen to the podcast and that you enjoy the content that I'm putting out. Want to know your thoughts. If there's subjects you want me to tackle or talk about, it'd be great to hear from you. Uh, Until the next episode, 43, it's on deck. I already got it sketched out. It's going to happen. Until then, enjoy your day.